Hey folks, this is Jared. We're back. It's the Sweet 16. 16 teams remain in the NCAA tournament. Let's get down to it. My bracket is a mess. I know what you're going to say. I have no idea what I'm talking about when it comes to college basketball. Just looked at the top bracket in the ESPN Tournament Challenge. The guy only had two picks wrong, and that was the third, the two 14 seeds that won Georgia State and UAB. How he didn't pick a 12 to beat a 5, I don't know. It's happened every year. 12 seeds actually have a winning record the past two years. Got swept by the fives this year. That really hurt my bracket. I had Stephen F. Austin, as you know, in the Sweet 16. So let's talk the teams that are in the Sweet 16 and how they got there. Kentucky, obviously pounded out their first opponent in Hampton, defeated Cincinnati. Tough game for Kentucky, though. Cincinnati played solid for the first 25 or 30 minutes. West Virginia, this West Virginia team is solid. Good win over Maryland after they knocked off Buffalo in the opening round. Fantastic classic finish Saturday night in Pittsburgh, Butler, Notre Dame, the two teams from Indiana, Mike Bray's mom had passed away earlier from a heart attack Saturday morning. No one knew but Bray. Handled it tremendously. Went out there. They battled. They came from behind to beat Butler. Butler had multiple chances to win it in regulation, went to overtime. Shout out to Chris Holtman, though. Great season. His first season as head coach of the Butler Bulldogs, former coach of the running Bulldogs, Carter Webb. Notre Dame got the best. They will face Wichita State, which I picked as a seven seed to knock off Kansas. The Shockers are looking good. Ron Baker and Fred Van Fleet. Looking over to the other side of the bracket, the first one seed fell, and I had that as well. Villanova just does not show up. Jay Wright cannot get his team to show up in tournament time ever, especially when they're a top seed. NC State. That's right. The Wolfpack knocked off. Villanova, they will face Louisville, which I actually had Louisville losing to Northern Iowa. Northern Iowa couldn't quite get it done. Seth Tuttle, not enough for Louisville's stifling defense. Patino's got his boys ready to play. They'll battle NC State in the Sweet 16. Oklahoma and Michigan State had that one right. Oklahoma danced through. They knocked off Providence and then knocked off, or I'm sorry, Dayton knocked off Providence to get to Oklahoma. Oklahoma took care of Albany in the first round and... Dayton in the round of 32. Michigan State knocked off the first two seed in Virginia. Virginia's got some injuries dealing with. Don't count Tom Izzo out in March. He's one of the better coaches in March. Unbelievable record. I mean, it's almost John Wooden-like. Don't count Michigan State out like I had him in the Final Four. We'll talk a little bit more about them later. They knocked off Virginia after squeaking by Georgia in the first round. Bottom of the bracket, Duke continued to roll. Just dominated San Diego State as Duke a one seed rolls. They'll battle Utah, which I had losing the first round, like I said earlier, Stephen F. Austin. Utah got by Georgetown pretty handily. Georgetown knocked off Eastern Washington the first day, which I had Eastern Washington winning that game. Utah danced to the Sweet 16. And their team you really got to watch out for coming out of the Pac-12. They won a lot of ball games this year. They're very talented. Didn't perform necessarily in the big games against Arizona like others. But 
They can play with anybody in the country. UCLA. UCLA. Coached by Steve Offord, his son Bryce Offord. Tremendous game, first game of the tournament. Nine threes, including the big controversy. Was it a goaltender or not at the end? I say it was. It was definitely going to hit the rim. So UCLA advanced. They knocked off SMU. Then they battled UAB, easily knocked off UAB, blew them out. 92-75 victory. Offered and his boy, they're rolling into the Sweet 16, and they'll battle Gonzaga, which Gonzaga, I, I didn't think they would get past whoever they played, Iowa or Davidson, but they took care of business, North Dakota State, in round one. Davidson, I had beaten Iowa, lost. Iowa blew out Davidson. I thought Iowa could give Gonzaga a run. Gonzaga took care of business. I mean, by halftime, uh, double-digit lead, and then they continue to roll. That'll be an intriguing matchup, Gonzaga and UCLA. The other side, Wisconsin, North Carolina, the matchup that I've been waiting for. This is the first matchup that I really feel like both teams have a chance to run all the way, run all the way to win the championship. They're going to battle. Let's see if North Carolina can play more than 28, 30 minutes of careless basketball. Can they play... Um, Mistake-free basketball for 35, 36 minutes. A perfect game, even. And can they force Wisconsin to make mistakes? Force Wisconsin to turn the ball over, and how are the refs going to call the game? Is the whistle going to be blown a lot? Like last night, the Michigan State-Virginia game, 53 um, free throws combined in that game? Or is it not going to be called a lot, and will Wisconsin be able to roll? Wisconsin had some trouble last night against Oregon. Squeaked by seven-point victory. We will see. Um, it's going to be an intriguing matchup. I love that matchup. Both teams, I feel like, can go all the way, and both teams have a chance to beat Kentucky. At the bottom of that bracket is Xavier and Arizona. Xavier danced on through. Uh, figured Baylor would get by them. Baylor didn't have a chance to play him. Baylor got beat by Oklahoma State. I figured Mississippi would have a chance to knock off Xavier. Couldn't do Xavier dance. They took care of Georgia State. Uh, Ron Hunter, R.J. Hunter, their season comes to an end. Ron Hunter, the former coach, IEPY, had some dominant years there when they were in Division II. Now it's Georgia State. His son, R.J. Hunter, hit the big three at the end of regulation against Baylor to knock off Baylor. That was one of the most exciting first-round games and games yet in the tournament. Been a lot of great games, a lot of games decided by single digits, last possessions, Xavier will battle Arizona, which I think Arizona will easily take care of business, and they will face Wisconsin and North Carolina. It'll be another intriguing matchup in the Elite Eight. So let's kind of look at where I think teams are going to go from now. I still have Kentucky as my favorite, unanimous. I don't see anybody challenging. I see people playing with them, but nobody taking them to overtime, the brink, not even on the ropes. No double-digit lead, nothing. UK might trail in a game. It's happened multiple times this season, even in the second half. But they're not going to get so panicked. And if you ask John Calipari, when they played LSU this year, John, did you ever think you'd lose to LSU? Did you ever think you'd actually be able to win this game? Without a doubt, he said that he, they would win that game. Without a doubt. Other teams have gotten better, and Kentucky not necessarily had played a top team that they're going to play in the next couple weeks, maybe in the in the since December. But outside of a few teams, mostly a couple teams that have already been eliminated, maybe UCLA, the 
only team that is more improved than these other teams is Kentucky. They're the most improved team in the country, I believe. John Calipari does a tremendous job of getting the most out of his players and the most improvement out of his players. His goal going into the season is not just to make them better basketball players, but to make them better men by the end of the season. And he does his job each and every year. They practice better. I've seen in his practices, they practice better, They which makes them play better. They're better men, which makes them better basketball players, better teammates. He's really developed that from that platoon to eight or nine guys. Trey Lyles coming off the bench, he could be the best player on 100 teams in the country, 100 of the top teams in the country. He decided to go to Kentucky and be a platoon guy. But he could be that guy like Aaron Harrison last year that hits the big shots down the stretch, that gets them to the championship game. No one's losing to Kentucky. They're battling West Virginia. I like Kentucky or West Virginia. But here's one reason why West Virginia could beat Kentucky. They aren't scared to play anybody. They don't see the name on the uniform. They don't see the height. Bob Huggins gets his team prepared to play. They go out there and play. They're playing Maryland, which is one of the biggest surprise teams in the country with a tremendous freshman class, including Melo Trimble, which got hurt in this game, kind of grimaced towards the end. They don't see that. They go out there and play, and you saw that in Big 12 play when they would go out day in and day out and play some of the toughest competitions in the country, including their home win over Kansas. You just don't see it. They're not phased by whoever they play. That would be one reason why West Virginia can hang around and why they could beat Kentucky, but it's not going to happen. Let's look at Notre Dame and Wichita State. Have this matchup here. Wichita State, they play a lot like Butler, but they can shoot better, and they're a little more well-rounded. So they could, if they do what Butler did in Notre Dame, defensively could easily knock off the Irish. Notre Dame spreads the ball out too much. Connaughton, Jaron Grant, they're just too many weapons, too many three-point options. Grant's the best guard in the country, in my opinion, left in the tournament. We'll see. I got Notre Dame. So Notre Dame matching up with UK in the lead eight, which I had going into the tournament. All right, let's quickly transition. NC State and Louisville. I think Louisville's on a roll here, but so is NC State. I'll take Louisville. They're the higher seed. Uh, Rick Pitino's a tremendous coach. You know, lost one of their players, maybe addition with subtraction. Playing better team ball. If they can score 60 points, they can beat anybody. Their defense is tremendous. Oklahoma, Michigan State, Michigan State will get by Long Kruger's team. Long Kruger, the first coach ever to win an NCAA tournament game with five different schools. Tremendous job he's done at Oklahoma this year. One of my favorite players to watch, Ryan Spangler for the Sooners. But Travis Trice is turning in to be one of the best players in college basketball uh, in the tournament. Especially his guard play has just been tremendous. He's taken over games for Sparty. Tom Izzo's team will advance to the Elite Eight. Bottom of the bracket, Duke and Utah. Duke will just be too much for Utah. You know, it'll be too much to handle. I think they'll easily squeak by the Utes. But watch out for Utah. They're, they're a very underrated team. UCLA and Gonzaga, this is, this is up in the air. But I'm going to take UCLA. I'm going to take the 11 seed, the only double-digit double seed team left to advance to the Elite Eight to knock off Gonzaga. Mark Few, I just think his team is just very stagnant. And very unpredictable. UCLA has the capability. The shooters. Bryce Offer. The player. To knock off Gonzaga. I'm going to take UCLA. I'm going to take the upset. 
Xavier in Arizona. I like Arizona to keep rolling like I haven't beaten Wisconsin in the Elite Eight. They're going to roll over Xavier. But Xavier's lengthy, tough defense. They play well, and they create problems for teams. Arizona starters will be too much. So there you have it. Going into the Elite Eight teams. This, I mean, Saturday and Sunday, there was fun to have a few upsets. Not a lot of upsets this year. But Saturday and Sunday was where we separate the contenders and the pretenders. We got the contenders now. Pretenders are gone. Kansas, no. They were a pretender. Gone. Virginia, I think they were a pretender from the beginning of the season. Gone. Even though they won the ACC regular season title, gone. NC State, hey, you never know. Last time they beat Duke, North Carolina, and a one seed on the same year, 1983. They won the national championship, Jimmy Valvano. You never know what NC State could do. The others outside of NC State, including UCLA, all contenders to make a Final Four run. There you have it. A lot of great college basketball. North Carolina and Wisconsin will battle Thursday night. Get ready, folks. That'll be one of the first games televised on TV. TBS, TNT, True TV, and CBS carrying these games. Looking forward to it. Going to be fun. So make sure you check out your brackets, see how they're doing. I'm sure they're a mess, but isn't everyone's. Watch basketball this weekend. This is the best weekend of college basketball. There should be some great games, intriguing matchups. Going to be some great matchups. Going to be some matchups that people have been waiting to see all season long, like North Carolina, Wisconsin, if you're me. I like Kentucky and West Virginia. Bob Huggins has had tremendous success against Calipari and Kentucky. So look out. It's going to be fun, folks. Watch a lot of basketball. We'll see you next week.